This episode, like every episode of Off the Rack, was recorded before a live audience at Comic Pop on YouTube. Join the conversation by subscribing to youtube.com slash comic pop or comic pop returns on YouTube. And now, on with the show. Hey everybody, welcome to Off the Rack. I'm Sal. I'm Tiffany. We were supposed to be off today, but we decided to do a show, so hi. Yeah. Uh, so, oh, geez. We're what's the matter? We're good. I can't move this. <laughs> <laughs> well, anyway, today is a, a fun-filled, action-packed, uh, light episode of our usual comic book review show, where we take the books from the past week and we recap them, review them, and tell you what we thought about them, and then give you recommendations for comics that are coming out this week that we think you should buy. We all set over there? Yep, we could. I also want to give a quick shout out and a thank you to uh, our pals over at Valiant for hooking us up. They not only gave us a nice copy of the uh, upcoming Archer and Armstrong number one, uh, which is a like, it, oh, I'm sorry, Archer and Armstrong forever number one. It's just a fun little book. Uh, I got a chance to read it early and I enjoyed it. And I was like, this is a fun little book. Like, this is just a, it, it, if you like Archer and Armstrong, you're going to enjoy the series. Uh, but the thing that's really more interesting to talk about <laughs> is the promotional item they sent us because there's a plot point in there. Uh, they mailed us this ear. This is a this is an ear. This is an ear. And as you can see, it's branded Archer Armstrong forever. Uh, Valiant mailed us an ear. They did. And I thought maybe this might be some kind of Sicilian warning, <laughs> but uh, as it turns out, it's a stress ball that uh, retailers apparently they like the stress ball well, as a promotional item. That way, you if it is a Sicilian warning, you could you know relieve some of the tension and stress of the impending doom coming your way. Yes. But uh, yeah, in the uh, in in the book, uh, Armstrong gets his ear chopped off, and uh, does he just send it to someone he loves as like a? No, he's not Van Goeing. Uh, oh. it's, it's more like uh, against his will, and he can't recover it, and so he needs to, you know. So there's a question about where the ear is, and uh, it's cute, but uh, not cute. I don't know. It's interesting, but uh, yeah, I thought this is this is the most original piece of comic book marketing I've ever seen. An ear. And uh, that really threw me off too because, like, they they had to put it in something to make sure it was waterproof. Right, so it was in a Ziploc baggie. Yeah, which I I kind of loved the presentation of this whole thing. Yeah, so I just got this in the mail, just a just an ear in a bag. I was like, yeah, but then then I remembered. Oh yeah, that's right. So I just I just wanted to mention it. I just really liked. I I liked everything about that presentation. Honestly, that was a ten out of ten presentation. Yeah, for me and. No one will ever do anything like this ever again. No, they won't. We will never I get another need to talk to ear. Like them. I need to be asked them, like, who did you get? Like, who will make you an ear? You just, you, like, anybody. Why? You want to make some more? No, I mean, like, can I make other body parts? Like, can we get a, a nose? Oh, okay, like that. Where's or you? a dick? Okay, there, there it is. There it is. The comic cock? Nope, nobody wants that. But we can send people in the mail? I think not. But, uh, yeah, it's interesting. Look at that. It's very Alfred E. Newman. But <laughs> we got a comic book to talk about. Of course, we want to mention that this show is sponsored by viewers like you. If you're watching the show right now live, uh, welcome. You're the lucky few who are catching this as it's happening. And uh, you can sponsor today's episode by using Super Chats and ask a question or comment here on the show. If you would like to uh, help us in any other more direct way, you can always join us on patreon.com slash comic pop. Or uh, if you'd like to hang out with us and meet us in person, you can do that this Saturday, March 26th joe kubert school and dewey's comic city you plug in both addresses either one will work it'll take you to the place you want to go 2 p.m eastern standard time at the joe kubert school of art in dover new jersey we will be there tiffany will be there i will be there 
Ethan will be there, and even Ben will be there. Yeah. What was that? <laughs> no. Tuesday. Oh. No, sorry. Right. Two o'clock p.m. Saturday, March twenty-sixth. Now I'm getting it. Yeah. Thanks. But yeah, uh, listen, you gotta come out and uh, and meet us. It's gonna be a lot of fun. Uh, if you check the community tab on YouTube.com/slash/comicpop, there is a Facebook event. Give me an idea if you're coming or not. I, I you don't we have just to. Know but how I much just want to get an, to order exactly because it's going to be our eight-year anniversary of the launching of Back Issues. March 26, 2014 was when Back Issues launched. Yeah, and we're going to get cake. We're going to get cake. We're going to have water. Yeah, cake and water. Apparently, people need water, cake so we're going to make sure the like time-honored combination. Yes, yes. Cake so and it's going to be like a, a birthday in prison, basically. But yeah, it's a, it, it's going to be a fun time. We're going to do a fu a fun live back issues that may never be recorded. Who knows? I have no idea what my plan is. But uh, yeah, so we, come see you us. Let me know. I can set it up. What the recording? Yeah. Sure. Yeah. Go. I for mean, it. any of us can. But right. Like yeah, you just offered like. <laughs> I can do it. Okay. What else? Thanks. I don't care. Uh, so yeah, before we jump into books, you know what? Let's jump into some books. Let's just let's just go ahead and do <laughs> like, it. I'm just like holla at you. Girl. <laughs> I need to put this away. I can't. <laughs> I'm going to be not helpful at all. Yeah. We're going to keep this like smallish. Yeah. There wasn't a lot. There was there were mm -mm. there were big books this week. There just weren't a lot of books this week. And That's in fact, true. next week is one of those weeks. I kind of peeked ahead. I was like, oh, I've got a bit coming out. Mm. This is that week that always comes and I'm always like, where to, Where is everything? Right. And then I'm like, oh, right. Because they're going to like cram it into two other weeks. I'm like, but that's yeah. not their fault. They don't know. No. They don't know what my reading word, like load is. No, they don't. They don't. And that's okay. It'll probably, I don't care anyway. It's probably going to work out for the best anyway, since I've been working on something else. Yes. Yes. You've been working <laughs> diligently, hardcore on an upcoming episode of Back Issues. Uh, I'm really excited about it. I asked Tiffany to make heads or tails of it. It's a, it's a book. It's an event. It's a massive company-wide crossover that everyone knows about in some way, but no one can summarize. Nobody talks about. There's never been a video about it on YouTube. I'm sure there are. If there are, they're like really small. Usually like they're, they're, they're book reviews. Like, oh, I really like the binding on this book, but I, I'll be damned if I tell you what happens in it. Mm. And uh, not only did you discover what happens, but also how directly and tangentially connected it is to that character's entire mythology yes. and history and bibliography yes. up to this point now. Yes. So I'm really excited. Yes. This was more of a, this was a reading assignment. It was. Than anything else. It was. This I, not... I, and it has nothing to do with anything. Not like anything's coming up. No, 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 no. This is one of those few though, where you've been like, Hey, you took the ear away. <laughs> <laughs> usually like hey, is there something you want or like hey we really should do this like there's a couple that we've got coming up that i'll do at some point that like is it's completely something i would cover i've already read it. i just have to review it and, yeah. and, and do it um but this was something that was like we should do this yeah i feel like your it's your turn well I'm like, like okay. this is something we need to we should do yeah uh i would love to get it done you know within a uh advancing timetable and uh and i think there's something cool there yeah but yeah but not as cool as coming to see us on March twenty no, sixth no. at two p.m. at the Joe Kubert School I, of Art. I, I feel like we're using a little bit of decompression here on our show. A little to make bit. This long. No, yeah. I don't want to do that. Okay, okay. so Nightwing <laughs> uh, number ninety, written by Tom Taylor with art by Geraldo Borges. Uh, I'm deliberately saying it wrong. Is uh, is is out, and uh, so the last two issues were Nightwing hanging out with John Kent Superman, mm. and they're they're fun. They're fun little stories where you know it's like John and 
dick connect but here's one that <laughs> is really fun where uh it's wally and dick and that's pretty really awesome okay uh, in this story uh blockbuster takes a hit out on uh dick grayson and uh you know <clears throat> the rumor is he's dead he's not uh, he saves everybody in the building instead and uh it's great because uh you know wally hears about it while he's in bed and once he hears that dick grayson is in trouble he immediately races Aww. to the scene and uh, he helps him out and then gives dick an opportunity to like take a rest because he hasn't been able to sleep because everybody's been trying to kill him mm -hmm. and he's also a public figure now so he's trying to like show a brave face but he's also not been able to sleep soundly so like wally just makes him move into his house and sleep a night on the couch and Aww. it's really nice it's a great it's a great issue it's a really fun uh but where's the dog the, the dog comes well he asks wally to recover uh Haley and bring it to uh their house okay wait yeah they call him bite wing but like it's yeah. really named Haley after the circus right thank you okay yeah. i was like what what i skipped the Haley part i know that was that was his actual name what <laughs> people call him bite i guess wing. that makes more sense if you're trying to keep a secret identity mm -hmm. <laughs> right throw why it. did you name your dog after the superhero you look exactly like oh uh, but yeah I irony right i don't know <laughs> Is it ironic to look exactly like a character that you literally are? Shut up. You don't know what it is either. But it's a fun, uh, it's a fun <laughs> issue. I highly recommend it. Fun art. You know, it's fine. Uh, the art is, the art's good, but it isn't redondo. So. It's not redondo. It's not redondo. That's okay. It ain't redondo, it ain't but it redondo. is, but Wait, it is fine. If you give me my issue over there, we can jump into this one. Unless you want to jump into some super chats. No, that's what I was thinking about doing while we transition over to yeah, you talking about this let's book. Let's do that. Yeah. Uh, so, okay, Brian Rowland says Marvel just needs to take a little bit of Reckoning War crap out of the trial of the Watcher and they have a solid what if book. That's what I heard. Yeah, I haven't read it, but I uh, I did hear a little summary, which Tiffany gave me off mic. Mm -hmm. And uh, yeah, it went from something that I would never read to something that I would probably check out. Yeah. Uh, Living Freak, interested in learning more about the new classic Superman Batman comic. Are we to assume this is set in the early post-crisis timeline? Yes, you are correct to assume that. Uh Ekuzodia says, hey, Sal and Tiff, might be off topic, but should I get into Spawn? I know how Curse of the Spawn went on GBU, so I'm nervous. <laughs> Keep it up, you guys. Thank you, man. No, uh, honestly, the, the writer of that was not a regular writer on the on the classic Spawn series, nor did they write anything Spawn-related outside of Curse of the Spawn. Or if they did, it was like few and far between, and you'd never come, you'd never find it anymore. Also, that Spawn, you, you don't see him anymore. Like, he's he's gone. Uh, if you want to get into Spawn, honestly, I mean, like, you might want to check out King Spawn because it's more about Al, uh, and that's new, and it has, like, modern art in it. But if you want to get into classic Spawn, you should read probably the first 50, if not 100 issues of Spawn. Uh, if you want to get into, if you want to know, because, like, here's the thing. For me, the best, like, if you want to get into the max, you read the first 12 issues and you're good. Like, you're done. Mm -hmm. However many issues they did from the MTV show, that's all you need. It, because I literally, I was rereading the end of the Max, and I was like, oh, my God. This is horrible. Uh, but uh, but I do love that character, and I love that universe, mm -hmm. and I love that mythology, and I, I, just, I just understand when it's time for my ride to stop and for me to get off. With Spawn, if you want, like, if you want to know how Al goes, the first 100 issues, that's Al. Okay. Uh, Pricey Eddie 40. If Nightwing 90 taught me anything, it's that I should be reading Flash now that Wally is acting like Wally again. Yeah, Wally is back. And he's Flash. And Barry's busy. So, you know. He's busy. If you want to know what he's doing, uh, read Just League Incarnate. Uh, mm -hmm. NB Yellow Paladin. Uh, it's my birthday today, so here's some money for you. Well, happy birthday, happy NB birthday. Yellow Paladin. Thank you very much for your support. I hope I hope our, our population give you some birthday cheers in the, uh, in the chat there. If they haven't, 
Wish NBA Lapal on a happy birthday. Uh, living free quick. Someone get a, put a cell phone up to Armstrong's severed ear and see if he can hear it. Yeah, right? Like, I, hey. I don't know if, uh, I, I don't think it's a magic ear or if an Armstrong will, will grow out of the other ear. Send pizza. <laughs> supreme omega hello hope you guys are having a decent spring we're trying man we, it's a very lovely day today and we were out a little bit and uh this tomorrow, weekend we really did tomorrow more. will be nice yeah and then wednesday's gonna be crappy mm. thursday's gonna be crappy but friday should be nice there you go and so should saturday which is good yes if you're gonna visit us at the joe Hubert if you're gonna come to the joe Hubert school on uh march 26th saturday 2 p.m <laughs> Which you should. Sick <laughs> says, uh, wish I could see you guys in person, but I live a few too many continents away. That wow. does put a little crimp in the plan there. Also, have you read Dark Knights of Steel by Tom Taylor? Happy eight years. Thank you very much. Yes, we've been reviewing it as it comes out, uh, although I think I missed the most recent issue. But uh, listen, it's a great series. You should definitely read it. It is. It's great. It just let Tom Taylor just play in different pockets of places. Yeah. What? So Eternal's the heretic. I, oh yeah, hi. I meant that. Oh, I was supposed to say that. So Eternal's the heretic, written by Kieran Gillen, with art by um, Ryan Bod Bodenheim mm -hmm. and Edgar Salazar. Um, there's two hours on this because Bodenheim passed away. Oh, uh, I did not know that. I didn't either until I got to the last page, which said in memory of. Oh my god! And I was. Uh, and he passed away last year. Yeah, probably at the end of the year. I, I didn't get a chance to. to Look get into it up. yeah um but that was i was like oh ouch yeah ouch right like if math is correct 44 45 ish yeah 77 to 4 to so 21 yeah. yeah so oof um i will say the art and this is great yeah we've had ribic on the the main title who was like you know your cup of tea or not but this is like like it looks like 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 ribic meets jared's it looks like Ribbit meets Darrington to me. Oh, a little bit. That's pretty um, but cool. I can also say Jared's as well. I think I can right. see that too. Uh, it's a really lovely, beautiful style. Um, and I'm sad that we've lost this uh, creator. Yeah, that blows. Um, for sure. But this, um, what a what a great story to to get, go out on. Yeah, to go out on. Um, a story that I don't know how many people picked up, but like you don't have to be reading Eternals to grab these little one shots. It's just if you have any interest in just like thanos at all grab this because well, kieran gillen's interpretation of thanos like it's first of all it dwarfs is it, it dwarfs hickman's he does and the only one worth other the only other one worth a damn is jim starlin's yeah but you're not gonna get any more of that no 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 <laughs> and there's a lot more to that but like you know you all like you'll know that like thanos is prime eternal and like you can know what that means or not it really doesn't matter you can figure it out it's prime eternal prime means he's the leader prime means or something. in charge yeah 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 but that's not what this is about this is really about thanos meeting his grand uncle oh, oh okay um and like kieran gillen uses the um the world mind to like give cheeky narration throughout here up until we go to to uranus yes to talk to him because she's like listen listen like you can rely on someone else to give you that because that guy is scary i'm not going in there yeah and then she comes back eventually and i was like that's really funny and like we see him and it's a spectacular reveal, first of all, for this character in this book. <laughs> he looks like Darkseid. <laughs> oh, yeah. Oh, my God. <clears throat> uh, excuse me. Um, but, like, <laughs> what I really enjoy is actually this panel here because you can see how much he dwarfs Thanos. Oh, that's cool. Um, so, like, it's just a cool reveal. Um, you know, they explain a little bit about families in terms of the Eternals because the Eternals should not be, should not have children. They don't have children. Right. Except a true eternal mm -hmm. which is why thanos is not a true eternal because yep. through other means the uh 
Thanos and his brother Eros came about. Came about. Mm-hmm. Um, but he is part of like a family line- lineage because <clears throat> his father, his grandfather is Kronos, who is yeah. the brother of Uranus. And there's also also Oceanus. Mm-hmm. I, I want to say it like that. Oh, like Oceanus? Yeah. Yeah. Um, and that like each of those family units are like, they're the three patriarchs and each one of them, other than like being slightly more powerful than everyone else. Also, um, when like a Unimind is called, they get to cast a vote for everyone in their family. Oh, okay. I was like, interesting. Damn. Yeah. Um, it's your that inevitably wants to like, he's like, he is, this is, <laughs> there must be something in like, obviously there's no like real like family trees. Like there are for humans mm-hmm. right like this is like assigned by yeah the, the celestials like oh technically like this person's this person's dad or whatever you know right. what i mean like like technically uh, i think thena and uh thanos are like cousins oh, okay so right but who cares yeah it doesn't really matter no one no one in authority gives a crap but like thanos uh you know that like drive and that desire to like obviously his it comes with his musings or his uh his muse death yeah his infatuation that's brought up okay uranus makes fun of him for that cool uh a little bit and um but like uranus has that drive yeah like he's that's where he gets he's like you you tried to kill half the universe he's like why only half why only half (laughs) you're so pathetic oh like he just gives thanos that's cool because it'll really bother him but yeah 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 um but um Uranus, like he's the one who he kills all the deviants or he wants to kill all the deviants. He creates like commits genocide. Like there's like cloning involved there, but the original Uranus is like put away. He's judged and like deemed really to go to death, but he's set himself up that like if you kill him, like everything will, will like the, the machine will, will cease to exist. Hmm. And they need it because the machine is the like the inner workings of Earth, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. So he's like, You can't kill me. Right. So what are you gonna do? So they just they just he's just been in prison for like ever. Okay. Basically. Yeah. Um so it's just a really dope conversation that gives you some history. So if it's Oh, he's got Omega Beams, come on. Yeah, that's one of his <laughs> that's one of his powers, is he can shoot that's what it says. He can shoot rays out of his eyes. Uh-huh. Are they special rays? Are they like are they gamma beams? Um, no, I think they're just regular things. <laughs> are they alpha beams? <laughs> he does give uh Thanos like the like key to the like machines arsenal though mm-hmm. he's like here you go cool he's like you know why not like, yeah let's see what happens yeah let's see like maybe you won't disappoint me entirely oh. and like Thanos says goodbye to his grand uncle and, and he goes grandfather like he's just like no you're more like me oh than my own okay yeah this is after he like tortured his parents and everything sure like that. of so course he's making connections he yeah family reunion but it's just a really like just short issue just really well written and like i said i want a breathtaking cover beautiful like amazing amazing uh cover you talked about this right it's by andrea sorrentino it looks like it's by ribbick it does look like it's i think it's the coloring i think well yeah it's the enhanced pencils Mm -hmm. with the coloring on it yeah um it's just a gorgeous cover i usually i tend to buy digital um now just but you saw we're running out of room and i was like i have to have this so I, i grabbed this um, and then to find out that, like, you know, the, the artist on this book, uh, Ryan Bodenheim, had passed, I was like, I'm glad I have this. I yeah. really am. Um, but I highly recommend, like I said, you don't have to read it. You do not have to read Eternals to grab this. You can just pick this up and enjoy it. It's just a, like, solid story. It's going to give you just a little more information about the Eternals just in general. Just something to keep back in your head. And it's really focused on Thanos. So even if you don't like the rest of the Eternals, you can learn about, like, kind of where, like, maybe Thanos, according to Gillen, gets a little bit of his drive from. That's cool. So, check it out. Yeah. I don't know where to put this now. Oh, we'll just give it to me. There we go. 
<laughs> in the meantime, uh, we have a couple more super chats to get well, that's to. Very kind, and I see some nice birthday wishes. So thanks, Agreed. everybody. Uh, Doctor Bright says, "Tiffany, you have a great hat collection." Thank you. It's true, she does, and it's expansive. Let me tell you, this one uh, is from Sarah Gordo. Yeah. Or uh, if you're not familiar with the channel Ghost Town Living. Yep. Yeah, I, I like I like that whole thing. I don't know. It's mm -hmm. fun. I don't know. I'm so glad to have this hat. Yeah, I have quite a few hats. Um, this one really was just this was like I I was I had this on the table. Yeah, I was like ooh ooh. Uh, living freak, uh, just out of curiosity, will you guys have any extracurricular activities while at the Joe Kubert School besides a live episode of Back Issues? I mean, like I feel like that's kind of enough, but I will say uh, when we usually do these, we're treating it like a panel at a Comic Con. Uh, so what? Sing along with Ben. Oh, that's perfect. So we're gonna need some suggestions for Ben. <laughs> <laughs> uh, to have to pick something i don't know but what like it's no be. no we, we like it's just throw songs out there and let's just see what ben thinks are the lyrics to it <laughs> i hope you're not watching ben we uh he usually is so uh what <laughs> i will say is that uh we will be doing a q a afterwards uh so okay. it's gonna be the show and then who knows because honestly like we don't have like an end time and I deliberately didn't set one up because mm -hmm. we go over time whenever we do anything. And I didn't want to pigeonhole us into being like, it's only going to be an hour. Uh, especially now that we're doing a back issues. I was mm -hmm. like, it's not going to be an hour. It's going to be more than that. Uh, especially because like my favorite in-person nerd events are you were usually Kevin Smith events. And I remember, I think when, when uh, my pal uh, Jason, who's been on the couch a number of times, our pal Jason uh, mm -hmm. and I went to go see him at uh, Bloomsburg University uh he talked for five hours <laughs> that is not how long we'll be talking we will not be doing that but i can see how easy it is because when we did our 100k live uh stream special it was almost eight hours so yeah. i feel like you know the the thing is with the q a the q a is so informal and so much more like intimate um if they go like you have to leave now uh, we can just go down to the comic book store while you shop and we'll just you can just ask me questions and we'll just talk to you there because mm -hmm. <laughs> they'll be thrilled to see you in the comic book store downstairs, which is Dewey's Comic City, which is yeah. located in scenic Dover, New Jersey, in the art store of the Kubert School. Yes. And hey, maybe you'll meet you might meet superstar artist Anthony Marquez. He might be there, too. <laughs> Who knows? Uh, he 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 has not committed. So I'm not going to say he's going to be. There. No. But he maybe he'll show up to just make sure we don't break anything. That would be probably smart. Uh, Kings Port Cal digging Tiff's old lady shawl. Thank you. That is not an old lady shawl. I'm, I'm going to slide gently and, and this is quickly. a fun. This is, no, this is a springtime sweater. It is a springtime sweater, but like, let's be honest. When you see it like this, yes, it does look like a shawl. Yeah, I got that. It's I got, got sleeves. I got some grandma vibes going. That's okay. I'm yeah. gonna slide flawlessly into that like old lady. You oh know, yeah. Like, get off my lawn, cats mode. Yeah. That's yeah. It's probably a good idea. <laughs> uh, so uh, I, I was going to skip this book, but I read it because people said Bay. What? 92 Point Bay. That's right. Amazing Spider-Man. Number 92 Point Bay. This is written... Uh, this is, who the hell knows who wrote this damn thing? Uh, it's... It was written by people. By people. For people. And drawn by Bruno Oliveira, Frank Galen, Luigi Zagaria, and Mark Bagley. Uh, so you could... For a regular sized comic book, because for some reason Marvel just can't get fucking Spider Man books out on time. So, uh, but Amazing Spider Man, uh, number 92 Point Bay is not a Spider Man book, so don't be reading this for Spider Man. But oh. that's been the case for the last uh, at least whenever, whenever they started. Uh, but that doesn't say it's a, a bad book. I remember uh, hearing some, some, a, a lot of praise, or at the very least, like 
hype around this issue and i'm like why so i read it and oh it's a sequel to next wave okay i think it's jed, jed mckay, McKay wrote jed some of this wells and cody ziggler yeah that's what it says on the top of the yeah. of the cover there that's what this says and that's what and that says like a few pencilers yeah yeah uh so okay it's a sequel to next wave uh monica rambo shows up uh to destroy the beyond corporation or at least the location that's generating bad guys while uh misty and colleen are fighting a vampired out lizard monica goes and frees machine man who was a remnant of the uh iron man run uh the that is to say i believe it's the uh, dance lot iron man run uh, she's like, that's enough out of you being lame. You're a ne- you're you're a member of Next Wave, damn it. Mm-hmm. So she and he team up, kill a whole bunch of bad guys, and uh, then use the the star portal to get out of there and uh, and and destroy the Beyond Corporation. Uh, whatever the hell the head of the Beyond Corporation's name is, I don't remember because it's so stupid. Uh, vows to take revenge and uh, implies that like beyond has been battling has battled next way before that maybe like that was involved with the agents of hate i don't know i was just like really mm. uh so th- that was in there and i was like that's kind of fun like look at that and uh it, it's it's more like a fun exploration of like where monica rambeau is right now and what her thinking is okay. and you think like yeah jed mckay is like the new hotness over at marvel at the yep. very least like he's he's making a big name for himself yeah you know? and and uh so he's like Monica's going, I feel like, you know, this is some, this is some strategic chess some comic book chess. Monica will be in, if not one of the stars of the Marvels, a movie that will feature prominently multiple iterations of Captain Marvel, which is to say Brie Larson's Captain Marvel, Kamala Khan's uh, Captain Marvel and the Monica Rambeau, uh, Mm -hmm. Captain Marvel, Carol Danvers, I should say. But, uh, She's going to be a breakout character is what I'm saying. Mm-hmm. It's like people are going to love Monica Rambeau if they didn't already from yeah. that WandaVision show. Yep. And uh, it would make sense to like set up who she is and where she is and what her, what her motivations are now mm-hmm. before they give her a six issue limited series that was built in as, on, as an ongoing. Right. Uh, so yeah, but uh, a fun issue. Uh, hey, it also uh, pays tribute to and plays off of the Jeffrey Thorne Slingers issue. So that like it's like an anthology, it's like three different stories in here. So right. like they they pay off that, uh, yeah, and oh, and they pay off the whole uh, battle with the with the with the uh, vampire lizard, and uh, the end result is that Morbius and Kirk Connors are going to work together on something over there and not sure. in Spider Man anymore. That's good. Which you, no one could care less your, about. Your vampire whatever. lizard science over there, please, okay. if you would. But yeah, uh, it's a fun issue, and uh, I enjoyed it. I like I, I read it from beginning to end, and it's really fun. Uh, Mark Bagley's art was a welcome change. There's like a full page splash of 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 uh, you know Ben Riley Spider Man, which I'm like, look at him go. <laughs> and you know, like you know, if you ever met Matt, Mark Bagley, and I know I've only done it once, but like uh, he uh, he he's one of those artists who hates their old work. You know, he's like, no, no, one of my old pieces. I, I, I've, I've evolved from there. Uh, you know, he's happy to sign it, but he's always like, no, but I'm better now. And I'm like, that's kind of cute. Look at him go. Like, you know, yeah, he, yeah. he hasn't lost his, his uh, no, he's still going. His tenacity. No, but uh, you know, he drew most everything that you like about the Clone Saga from the '90s. Like, he probably drew something awesome out of it, or at least like drew the shit out of it, or or tried to. Now he's like, well, the best thing about it was just. Ben Riley and the superior and the sensational spider suit. Mm-hmm. So I'm just going to draw that as much as I can. Just here you go. Right. right. So you get that. Yeah, and yeah. it's like, yeah, there you go. So uh fun issue. I enjoyed it, uh, but it's not about Spider-Man. So, you know, if you're looking for more Spider-Man or you're like, man, let's see what Jed McKay say about Spider-Man. Like, don't, don't, don't bother. 
Okay. Uh, Joshua Link can't stick around today, but I love the Eternals, the Heretic, and had to hear Yay! Tiffany's opinion about it before jumping off. Uranus Aww. is terrifying. Yeah, he is. No, he he really is. I was like, holy crap! I, you know, I'm not always a big fan of the idea of there being a bigger bad than the biggest bad, but like this, like that's the thing about Gillen. Like he yeah. he he doesn't do something as like a stunt or something cheaply. Typically, it's it's something where he's just like, this makes sense. Yeah. Like no, this this guy was doing this crap before you ever came along, Thanos. Right, and that's... he and he was doing it in a more like. Well, it, and are you in... saying that's like a meta thing where it's like Dark Side was before mm-hmm. you and he was better than you? Oh, I guess I could be saying that, <laughs> but like I really was honestly just saying that, like in terms of their history, Uranus did all this stuff before. Yeah, you know, you 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 know before any of this even happened with you, right? And so it's like. Yeah, and he was doing it not at necessarily half measures in his eyes. Right. Like oh, he course. was like, no, I'm going to kill everything. I'll kill everything. And then he was like, you know what I should, actually I should do? Part of his plan in that book is, mm-hmm. he's like, here's what I propose. Brothers, This is here's the plan. Ready for this? We should kill everything. <laughs> oh, everything? Yeah, including you. Um, like, like, no, no. He's like, the, the problem is, like, the Celestials give us these, like, rules, but they're, like, wrong. Right? right. So, like, the only thing that should survive are us. Right? So, like, the machine isn't Earth. It's actually, like, the inner workings, right? Mm-hmm. So, like, we should kill everything on Earth. And we should make it mobile. And we should start going throughout the galaxy and, like, killing and pl- pillaging from planets to keep things going and to make the machines bigger. Okay. I'm like... Holy shit, dude. They're like... Ambitious. <laughs> it's not a no. No, but... but... Uh, let's dial it down a little bit. Let's Cat lawyer... on a post-it note and put it right up here. Yeah. Cat Lawyer will defend for treats. Happy back issues day. Just wanted to know what's the best place to read previews. I did it on Comixology, but I can't. I like seeing art before buying. Uh, uh, I, I struggle with that too now because I used to do the exact same thing. Yeah, I don't know. And like, it really throws me off now. I do go. Here's what we use. Uh, for these preview things, we use legalcomicgeeks.com. Yeah, but you can't, really see, the can't see the art on the, the inside. You can only see variant covers, which is still helpful, but like not, really. not enough, you know? So... Uh, usually, usually the publishers' websites will give you something. Hmm. So, like, I know DC has like a, a preview for every issue, and Marvel should, but uh, I don't know. Yeah. Gee, it's almost like putting all your eggs in one basket was a bad idea. Uh, so yeah. Um, and the fodder box kid. Uh, by the way, is Maxine Danger. Thank you. Yes, that's very true. She's the rich and important character. Uh, <laughs> I wanted to say hello and thank you guys for inspiring me to write again. I've been developing my own indie comic for about uh, about a hero with music-based powers. Oh, cool. that's cool. Nice. Good luck. Keep it up. Yeah, absolutely. And uh, and thank you for letting us help you uh, be inspired. Yeah. <laughs> there you go. Uh, AIPT. I can't remember what the, uh, I can't remember the hell they're called. But the that that website that like uses the WordPress template that showed up out of nowhere. Yes, use them. Nice. Oh, they sure do <laughs> no you could down you could just buy that template and be like i'm them too <laughs> i don't know where they came from uh real quick before we jump into that i was talking about a book that came out last week that i was like i will talk about this next week when i know i don't have a whole lot of books yes. going on uh saber number two came out oh yeah there's a book i was like i don't know about this book yes that was very much that book i still don't know about this book <laughs> uh, this is written by victor lavelle with art by Le- uh, leonard leonard kirk i was trying to make that to leonardo right in ways you couldn't comprehend but uh it's not it's leonard kirk but look at that sick Ryan Stegman cover. I mean, yeah, the cover's great. <laughs> yeah. I mean, listen, the cover is great. Listen, we we this fills in. Remember those like random people who came and sh- like, showed up at the end of the book, like these random mutants yes. who clearly all have like a history, and I didn't bother to, to really research any of yes, them that's whatsoever. The um, we found out how they all get put down there. To and hell. Then, yeah, and then like you know, one of them immediately like who's kind of cool. I actually I, I I dig him quite a bit. Mm-hmm. Um easy rollins is his name i really like him quite a bit third eyes i think his mutant name Mm, um 
but like he figures out that like they're basically in a pit and Krakoa is like cradling them, possibly living off of them. I don't know, right? Mm. But they're in like you know, the suspended animation sort of state where like their brains are active, but like that's it and they're you know, that's going on. Like that's all that's happening, which is kind of what we all assumed, right? Naturally. Um they figure the only way out of there is for someone else to know what's going on because like independently each of them who are down there with Sabretooth as like he's like chasing them through hell recognize that like like someone's always like oh my gosh i can't believe he's ever do this to us and they're like that he wouldn't like I, everything i know about him even though he threw us down here there's like literally no way mm-hmm. they are like he clearly doesn't know what's going on right, right there. like he doesn't know of course not um, otherwise it's stopping yeah so like it's all an illusion it's, it's the illusion that Sabretooth obviously created for them so then like you know eventually Sabretooth like puts them into like a prison right oh my god Mm-hmm. instead so they can all talk about it um but like third eye decides that he's going to try to get someone up top to like help them right and so like he uses someone's fear because like it's easy to like you know basically astral project but it's really easy to get lost and yes. so he like utilizes fear and so like one mutant's having a like nightmare about um about uh if like about saber attacking them okay and it's it's mole oh um from the morlocks and um <laughs> so like he tries to get people to help him and we see that this is like taking place in the past okay um because like apocalypse is there oh. and like storm is not on a right and in her, yeah like, now permanent like i i wore this costume to the hellfire gala but now this but is no, my i think i'm cost. just gonna wear gonna this wear this is this. me now this is me yeah um but she's not in that wolverine angel nobody will help him right so he's like i guess i'll just do it myself they're, they all end up in, in like this like fake prison that um Sabretooth designs for them. He says they're down there forever. They're like, I don't know about that. Like, whatever. Like, we're supposed to be here to like be penitent for what we did. Right. There should be like a, an yeah. end date. And the difference is that like with Sabretooth, I think they felt like they're like, you're never no, we're going not getting... to be penitent. <laughs> no, no, yeah. Well, we sense like Sefer to figure it out. And he like, he knows you're never going to feel bad. But he's also an idiot about it for yeah. some reason. And like, so, <laughs> so, um, you know, the problem with this book is that, like, I really thought we were going one way with this book, and we're clearly not. And I have yet to get over that. Like, I was like, oh my gosh, <laughs> we're actually going to see, like, Sabretooth, like, come around to the other yes. side here. And I like, have these different versions of himself and really war with it because it's like there's been many iterations and incarnations of Sabretooth in yeah. his long history, much like Wolverine. Um, and that, like, he's going to have to come to terms with this in order to, like, be free of it. But now he just, it's just like, yeah, but no. No, I'm no, like- everyone, no, screw them. And I'm like, oh my God, Sabretooth. But you are an asshole and a murderer right he's like yeah but like feel i don't feel bad about that (laughs) i'm like (laughs) right but like you don't get to like have a leg to stand on like you can't feel justified in it yeah you have to to admit you're a hypocrite as well yeah and like this just like i I don't know when this was supposed to come out i don't know what any like anything it It just feels like yet another like let's pile on like xavier and magneto are, are, wrong. Are, are wrong and i'm like listen i'm not saying they're they're right but like this one's so bizarre because i'm like yeah but it is saber tooth right like out of all the villains they brought to like to krakoa right like most of them i mean be, apocalypse but most of them can be civil about it <laughs> yeah right? like that's most true. of them have been civil about like what has been going on and they understand they have a greater understanding and they're not just running around murdering people. Well, which is why I think Hickman was smart enough to be like, let's get rid of Sabretooth like in the first issue. Yeah, we need to we need to deal with this. We need to square this circle. Yeah. Uh, immediately. He's like, uh, he clearly is also like, I don't care about Wolverine or his history. So like, I'm not, I'm, I'm not, I don't have any plans for him. Yeah, I've got no. Stick I, him in the ground. Wolverine has enough. What I, re- I also appreciate is it did open up Wolverine to be able to deal with other elements of his history that weren't just Sabretooth. Like you couldn't just rely on the crutch of Wolverine v. Sabretooth. Right. To, like, yeah, but I haven't seen a good Wolverine v. Sabretooth book in like decades. <laughs> <laughs> um, 
So like, I, I de- think I'm definitely going to pick up the next issue, but like this issue for me, I was just like, okay, this, right. this is hard for me because this is a character I, I'm struggling to get behind. You know, he is the like titular character, but yeah. and like, he's the one, I don't know if I'm supposed to be rooting for or not, but I really just don't, I can't get behind him. Yeah. I just can't. Good. Can't get behind him. That means you're not psycho. <laughs> so do you recommend the book anyway? Or? I don't know. I, I think if you are a Sabretooth fan, if you're like the part like the person who's just like, I want more Sabretooth. Yeah. I don't know. I don't know. Maybe. Right. Thank you, Mason Brown. Uh Living Freak, uh, by any chance, have you seen or heard about the fallout between NECA Toys and Target after this Hall of Thon fiasco that happened this past weekend? No, I have no idea what you're talking about. <laughs> sorry. Wait, I'm sorry, I missed that. Uh, Abe Sapien, thanks for recommending the Batman. It left me wanting more. Please. I was mesmerized by the cinematography and how uh, love how Alfred was written. Also, Trial of the Amazons is a great high recommendation. All right. Uh, I haven't read any of Trial of the Amazons. I did buy it, though. Right. Uh, so I will be reading that eventually. Um, but yeah. Uh, Riv Wilson, I started Inferno, and I like this Destiny character. I hope it works out <laughs> for her. <laughs> well, uh, you can learn more about that from reading the 10 lives of wolverine number five from benjamin percy and joshua Cassara. yeah I, I read that this week and like this is out of the like 10 whatever's of wolverine this yeah. be my book and this for me i know this is not a book for everybody because i feel no. this people being like i don't like this i don't like this book yeah i don't like this the, i don't the like this <laughs> I don't like the lives one. And that's okay it's okay i will say the lives one can be read without the deaths without the deaths in my opinion because like the last the last bit of this like they definitely reference it yeah but it's literally the last few pages right that's amazing but this is just a Wolverine story yeah we're like hey there's weird yeah, lives stuff is- going on on Krakoa and like you kind of need to tell a little bit about it but not necessarily because the listen the real adventure here is Wolverine going back through his lives and Wolverine re-examining that and that's yes. what we get here and this story is just it, I I really liked it I really really enjoyed this book it's written by Ben Percy with art by Joshua Kassara. Kassara's art. Like, like, I can't wait to see more. I right. really just cannot wait to see more. Please draw more. Please draw more. That is my note. <laughs> that is my note. Um, <laughs> but listen, you know how you were saying I miss a Wolverine versus Sabretooth story? Yes. For you Omega Red fans, maybe this is what you're I was going to say, like, this is what that feels like. Yeah. Anyway, because, like, at the end of this, they have their slugfest. Right. And okay. It is, it is done in a way that only Wolverine can do that type of thing. Nice. Where it's like you know omega red's been like hopping through time and like yeah. jumping into bodies trying to kill xavier earlier on in his life so that like mikhail can you know bring an end to whatever mm-hmm. to xavier and krakoa presumably right but like i don't know how that would trickle down through the timeline but listen let's not think about that that's no. what we're doing and that's what we're stopping so what are we going to do we need to use wolverine because he has the longest life yes and will help us because apocalypse isn't around and no. he's not going to help us anyway um <laughs> like and send him back to jump into his body uh, and make him be able to get to those points. Luckily, Wolverine tends to actually be around most of the area where Xavier happens to be. Yeah, like yeah. I'm like that's convenient, convenient but, but let's not even fo- let's not. Focus I'd say on it's that. convenient, but there's also something charming about that. That like there was always something that drew Wolverine to Xavier to Xavier's. Yeah, I like that. Right, or mm-hmm. there's something about like these big events because a lot of times there are bigger things like wars going on that like whatever way like the xavier's were involved in it and so was wolverine like he couldn't help himself he had to be involved in whatever was happening yeah i'm like that's really cool um but like you know in the last like issue uh wolverine's current kirkoan body was taken over by omega red and they hit they had lost wolverine yeah and so like they go to find like you know gene and and xavier are trying desperately to get him back that's kind of the only thing that they're worried about now okay i really appreciate yeah that's all they care about they do it's it's dope 
this this happens oh uh which i love um wolverine awakens and gene like gives him the biggest kiss what <laughs> which is fine what that's yeah. acceptable this i know i know but this is the first time we've seen it in any of these books yep which i can imagine taking being like no yeah it's cute and it's funny because like then they all have like a little family photo moment of like all three Aww. of them and i'm like i this really charming and very sweet like yeah um but then wolverine recognizes that he's like you know, when Omega Road was in my head, I, I got a glimpse at his and I know where he is. And now it's time for us to have the fight we all wanted to see. Yeah. And so he goes alone, basically. He's dropped off and they just have this dope fight like in the snow. You hear that, Greg? Check it out. Actually, Wolverine fighting <laughs> uh, Omega Red, despite all the other books where you've seen Wolverine fighting Omega Red, but it's a fake out or a lie. Yeah. You actually see that. You actually get to see it happen. Um, cool. in, in the snow. In the snow. And like. It also like shows him fighting all the other iterations of him as like Wolverine's narrating over his like, you know, what it's like to live this many lives and like how you've like you lose things and you lose things for a number of reasons and how he's always trying to sort things out. It's just it's just really cool. It's yeah. just very cool. And like the end of the fight, I'm not gonna tell you what happens, but it is a very dope ending to the fight. Just yeah. very like nice. ev everything that it should be. Cool. Um for them, in my Yay, opinion. That's great. Um and then Wolverine returns home. Mm -hmm. and, and then, then his like terminator he, body shows up and he's like bah. he gives him he, he goes to give the uh cerebro sword to sage he's like i'm giving this to you and then i'm going to go and take a nap for a year <laughs> and he's like resting in the chair like near there and she's like hey wolverine he's like mm. she's like you can't you can't yet you can't rest krakow is under attack right by you by you <laughs> <laughs> and i guess the other wolverines right yeah, uh, yeah no he's convinced too, the other so. wolverines to betray Listen, krakow like, this is like now I'm a little more excited for 10 deaths of Wolverine yes. number five because it ties so much into X lives. But like mm -hmm. 10 lives of Wolverine was the, the book for me. This is the one I really enjoyed um, yeah. because I like those kind of like moments. Introspective, introspective like sad, sorry, like or quiet. Things. Yeah, stories where that it, it is punctuated by hyperviolence. And, you know, that's always cool. Amazing art that does such a great job of depicting not only the violence, but the quiet and the, and the beauty and like the loneliness. And it's just everything about Kassara's art. I felt really worked for this book, especially since we were jumping through time. Yeah. Um, nails action sequences. Like I said, nails, like the quiet, like moments for Wolverine, just, you know, pondering or thinking or just being sad. Yeah. Uh, different ages of Wolverine completely nails the different body types. Right. I really, really appreciate cool. that because not every artist can do that. Um, and then also, um, I love the fact that like even like the kiss yes. between the two of them. It's just it's so like it's just one panel, but like yeah. you capture all of the motion, the emotion in it. It's just really well done. Kassara does knocks it out of the park. And I just really like the story. Like I said, I know this isn't for everybody, but in my opinion, this one, if you wanna grab just those five issues you could read this and then just read the last issue of 10 deaths and be like there you go or not because you know this this adventure is over. Right, that's done. Like, this problem was solved. Yes. They resolved it. It's done yeah <laughs> so there you go that's pretty cool <laughs> uh what was it uh the mongoose let's read mongoose's comment mongoose the artist says i loved x lives made me felt to me like a classic wolverine story yeah. three current favorites are moon knight action comics and the flash go gladiator superman <laughs> yeah I, i'm also digging moon knight as well but i agree 100 percent. there is something classic about 10 lives whereas it's funny because it is so intrinsically tied to krakoa and right. this time period yet there's something about it that feels like that classic sort of like Wolverine tale of him on his own, even though he's not on his own in this. Yeah. Um, whereas 10 deaths is just a Wolverine story with Krakoa. It's all about Krakoa. Yeah. It's all about Krakoa and it's really about Moira. Yeah. Um, and more so Wolverine now. Yeah. Um, 
but just two very different feels, which I'm like, this is interesting. Yeah. They didn't, I really, regardless of how you feel about these two books, like they did a good job of making these two books feel entirely different from one yeah, another. Yeah, so. they did. Yeah, almost too different. I'm kind of worried like about how it's going to be collected because you know it's going to be one trade, both books. I know. And I it's kind like, of that's I, too bad. <laughs> I wish they did both. I wish they would do like a combined trade for people who are just like, no, I just want the whole thing because I, I read all of it, or yep. people who are just like, I just want to read the ten lives or the ten deaths. Like, yeah. And like I know they would probably make more money doing that. Yeah. Especially if they didn't overcharge for them. Knowing Marvel, they'll probably do both. <laughs> <laughs> so yeah. Yeah. But yeah, so uh, let me talk about uh, the Batman Superman World's Finest number one from Mark Wade and Dan Mora. Hooray, Dan Mora doing doing some DC he's so stuff. Good. Uh, so of course, if it's Dan Mora and, and he's doing bat, a classic Batman, this is a like in the past story. It mm-hmm. takes place uh, whenever you know in the past. A um, couple of quick things. Okay, number one, Dan Mora uses the Batman '89 logo for classic Batman when Batman's younger. He has the little like yeah, the extra, extra thing. thing. Yeah, it's very distracting. I don't know if I like it or not. Okay, well, it's cool that he's thing. doing it. I bet you and ten other people noticed it. You're probably right. <laughs> uh, the other thing is uh, with Superman, his uh, crest. It's a he has a very dark outline around it. That was also very. Uh, it was something I noticed. Well, it depends on if he decided that or the anchor decided that. Right? I don't know, but it's very noticeable. It's just one thing where I'm like, it's it's just it's just a very interesting decision, and it's too it's, it's their logos, so it's okay. like really noticeable. Okay. Anyway, so uh, also, what do you think of the logo for World's Finest? Um, there's something like because I I don't I think it's like trying too hard. I think it's well, a little overdone. So it's where the like, W is the bat. The W is the bat. And the, the e, has e has the, the crest. Cr- yeah. yeah, yeah, no, I immediately saw that. I get what they're going for here. Yeah. It has a classic feel to it. It's trying to make you think of comics from the past, yep. I think. Yeah, it looks a, it's a little bit evocative of Man of Steel. Which probably makes 80s. sense because of the writer who's on it. So they're yep. trying to give you the idea that like you're going to be reading something that is modern yet. Yes. Probably has a more classic touch to it. So I feel like that's probably the, the route that they went in terms of creating this logo. Mm-hmm. Uh, I don't know if it's my favorite. Mm-hmm. but yeah no i don't listen, care for gradients myself. are in man i just don't know if this is the best gradient uh yeah no but like you know it's funny when i see it there like when i see it on there from here it's pretty good it's better yeah like in person i don't eh. know i don't know it maybe it'll win me over right but i do like the idea behind it that like clearly it's for i well it's, yeah you're right i, don't I, know. I think <laughs> that's to make you think of like the past yeah so the idea is there's like a there's an evil uh there's a there's a new or a past evil that is uh coordinated Batman and Superman villains to fight Batman and Superman. And that's that's what the ongoing mystery is. Mm-hmm. Uh, Poison Ivy attacks the uh, Daily Planet when Batman and Robin show up to fight her. Metallo shows up because Superman's helping them out. Mm-hmm. So then, uh, you know, they have to defeat Poison Ivy. Metallo takes down Superman. But Metallo uh, is not going to waste his green kryptonite on Superman because he needs it to power his heart. Mm. And so instead he injects a cocktail of different variants of red kryptonite, which basically they're unpredictable and it causes Superman to go haywire. Uh, but with like 20 of them all blended together in a radioactive cocktail that he injects into Superman, mm-hmm. who knows what will happen. So the real problem is Superman's unpredictable freaking out uh, because they could easily defeat Poison Ivy with Superman on their team, which yeah. they did. Uh, there's also a flashback that kind of like reinforces Superman and Batman's relationship. Like we need that. Uh, where um, they defeat Penguin. Like, Penguin has kidnapped Robin, and Batman and Superman defeat the Penguin, 
and batman's like hey man listen like we're we this is so funny because the book takes place in the past and then they do a flashback to even more in the past and in that flashback <laughs> batman's like hey like we don't really know each other very well but like you had my back so i'll always have your back you're cool like we're friends and it's like oh that's nice and the only reason it's there is so that batman can call upon it later in the same issue and be like i've always got your back and superman's like oh you know, because Superman's like addled by the red kryptonite. And right. so he's seeing his enemies everywhere and he's freaking out. So yeah, uh, yeah. that's what happens. Um, there's more, which I'll get to in a minute, which but, I'm very excited but about. Wait, no, Dan is just the artist on this. He does everything but the colors. Yeah. Tamara Bond villain does all the colors. Right. Yeah, that's right. She's like, because she's great. Because she's perfect. Um, <laughs> yeah. Uh, or Tamara. Tamara, I believe it's. I always Tamara. add an extra A. I know. For no reason. Well, because I've never, artist. I've never heard the word Tamara, the but I have heard Tamara. So I know it's so great. She's it's so fantastic. Um, the flashback is also great. I also love it because it's interesting where um, they do this thing. It's in the past. Dick Grayson's Robin, mm -hmm. but he has long pants. Which I'm like, it's it's almost the Robin suit, but he's got long pants because like he'd have shorts. That's ridiculous. It's chilly. Yeah. Maybe. But yeah. then we go to the long past and he has shorts again. Oh. So it's like we're maybe in Metropolis. He's like, it's going to be windy. It's going to be windy. Yeah. Put it's basically Chicago. Put your pants on. Put your pants on. Put your long pants on. Put your I don't big, know. Put your big boy pants I think on. It's we're just, with Superman. Right. I don't know. Yeah. Because he might pick you up and like fly you around and it's going to get even chillier. So, you know. He's like, I wore my pants. Now he can do it. Yeah. Now I'm ready. I'm ready. Let's fly. I mean, whatever. The fact is they just <laughs> want to make Robin cooler and they want people to like enjoy it. Like they want, they want people to think Robin is cool and they're worried that the pixie boots and shorts are going to make that impossible for people to identify with. Yeah. But uh, there's a lot, of, there's a lot to love about this book. Um, the most, uh, notwithstanding the fact that like they're dealing with Superman freaking out and he's been like infected with this cocktail and, um, uh, Lois and Jimmy get involved and one of them says like, we have to call a doctor. Do you know a doctor? And Batman's like, Hmm. Yeah. I think I do know a doctor who specializes in weird shit. So as Superman is losing it and freaking out, uh, Elastigirl shows up and the doom patrol. What? Yeah. He calls Dr. Niles Calder to help out. <laughs> because, a good idea. because I think Mark Wade wants Dan Moore to draw the doom patrol. And thank goodness he does because everyone looks dope. They do look dope. And yeah, and no, it's it's fun because like so the Doom Patrol get involved and uh you know Batman talks Superman down because he sees Zod and Ursa and everybody and he's fighting them and then he sees Batman as Lex Luthor and he's like you're seeing you're seeing crazy visions it's okay I'm your friend. Yeah. And uh so Negative Man or yeah, Negative Man? Yeah, he uh basically like absorbs the radiation from Superman okay. and like and freezes him, you know. So like, I can can I can continually pull it, but we need to deal with it. Yeah. Uh, and the end of the issue. Oh, the Doom Patrol also uh, uh, confirmed that like the guy who was the the crest on the syringe that they recovered is a villain that they have dealt with in the past themselves. Oh. And uh, so Superman needs help, and Doctor Niles Calder is getting ready to perform surgery, and everyone's like, "Are you sure that's a good idea? Because this guy is." scary and crazy yeah and it's like what a cool yeah idea no the guy this guy is scary and crazy right so awesome <laughs> it's just it's just a delight it's an overall delight really it's a really fun issue it takes place whenever who gives a shit like mm -hmm. that's that's their approach to this book that i can and i can imagine them being like kind of stuck you know they're like i want mark way to write this book I, I, 
Mark, have you read anything? Mm-hmm. No. No, I haven't. <laughs> I want to write Batman and Superman. I have not read anything in the past 15 years. And they're like, okay. Just said it in the past. <laughs> and give them an artist that's new, you know, and just go for it. But uh, yeah, you should definitely read this book. It's fantastic. It's just a really fun little uh, little book. That's it has good. no bearing on anything. It's just a it's just a departure. All right. I assume it'll be a mini series because like I can't imagine a book like this that's as fun as this and has like as as good art in it as as it does lasting more than like six or twelve. I don't know. Dan Moore is like a machine. He is a machine. He is a machine. Yeah, but like, the other thing is, they can draw everything. The lucky thing is, they had time. Yeah. Like to prepare for this book. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So who knows how far ahead he is. Um, so yeah, yeah I'm, I'm digging it. And I, 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 uh, I, I'm, all, I'm all for it. Living Freak. So they turn this world's finest issue into an anti-drug episode. If that's not an 80s trope, <laughs> then I don't know what they could have thrown in there. It's not really about drugs. You like, got a syringe though. Yeah, but like so do doctors. You <laughs> know, like <laughs> it's, it's not really about drugs. Uh, but like he is like, you know, hallucinating and attacking his friends. You know what I mean? You, you can make parallels. Yes, no, it's true. Yeah, I guess that's true. Uh, so let's jump into some books that we recommend that we think you should pick up. Shall that we? are coming out this that week. That are coming out this week. They're okay. coming out literally tomorrow, tomorrow and, Wednesday. and Wednesday. Yeah. Well. Saga number 57. Oh, no. Saga number 57. 50, 55 was the return. 56 was the one that made me feel like I was reading, saga, reading saga again. again. And 57. Um, oh, you know, no. I hate this character on the cover. But I know. Hey, whatever. But whatever. you love him. You love to hate him. No, I don't. I just hate him. Mm. I just hate him. Now. Mm-hmm. I used to love to hate him. Now I just hate him. Yeah. Anyway, so that's my, you know, little fun there. Uh, X deaths of 10 deaths of Wolverine. I always want to read it as X uh, number five. I'm not saying I recommend. I'm saying I'm going to read it for sure. It's the last one in the 10 deaths and lives. We'll be done with that for now. And then yep. we should get excited because there's going to be some new books coming out. There's a new um, Kieran Gillen book coming out. I think it's X legion yeah legion yeah that's X. right it's that's not the, the size Spurrier book. book right oh maybe it is the size Spurrier book because size Spurrier is taken over for that book that got canceled that's being replaced yeah it is legion of x number one there is coming go. out there yeah that's uh what was it way of x in a bit not not right now i'm just saying but in april in that, april that's we're gonna be that. coming out but like that's the kind of stuff that we're headed towards now mm-hmm. um so that's cool yeah also you know we're gonna watch the avengers and the eternals fight I'm, oh I'm, boy you know i'm gonna read it though because I... who it's written by Right? Yeah, Kieran Gillen writing a friggin' uh no, is it or is it Spurrier? I, it's Gillen. It's Gillen. Because Gillen's setting up the eternal stuff and yeah. he's gonna write this that thing, I, I believe. Yeah. And like I would like to see him write these characters. Right. And the thing is, like, I don't care about the Eternals. So I get why people are drawing parallels between the humans and Eternals, where mm-hmm. they're pushing the Eternals. It's like, look, the movie failed, we're done. But Kieran Gillen's the only one doing Eternals. There's one Eternals book and occasional like one issue or two issue spinoffs that I, are also equally amazing. Right. I'm sure so part it's not of it, the same thing. I'm sure part of it is a there was a push. Like they had a Eternals oh, yeah. book coming out. And so like I wouldn't But the book was so, drawn like, by Assad Ribic with my Kieran Gillen. Like we all and we all do this. I'm not just saying that like I'm not trying to blame anybody. I'm saying we all do this type of thing where we get caught up in like, you know, a, a trend or like a pattern, right? Where it's like when Inhumans were being pushed, yeah. it was very different than anything else, right? Like that was a like a mandate across the board. Where, oh, like, and there X- were like seven books, and it was yeah. yeah, and like they were in like you know shows and video games, and like we weren't talking about this other group, and like yeah, uh, like, we were yeah that we were was hurting a, the other group. That was a push, right? Yeah. Like anytime that they're going to do like a movie of some sort or TV show, you're going to see like a quote unquote push, but it's nothing quite like that. And yeah. I would not ever, ever. <laughs> say that them putting out letting Gillen just run the Eternals for a while yeah. and then do one event 
Because, like, let's be honest, they've kind of run out of people for the Avengers to fight. Right. It, well, <laughs> except for their own friggin' villains. Right. But, like, if you want to have another team, yeah. you kind of, you get, you, you're going to go. Right. So, like, yes, do they probably do it because they had a movie? Yeah. But, like, that movie was over. Yeah, now. that movie's but, done. That movie was over years ago. This was ever coming out. Yeah. Um, but, I, I don't know. I don't think it's like a push. I don't think there's some sort of secret mandate where they're like, we got to get the Eternals in there. I think it's just Gillen writes the Eternals. Enough people are like Gillen's work enough to buy it. So they're like, why not? Okay. Well, we're Marvel. So an event. We need an event. But like, I'm great. I'm thrilled with it because number one, Gillen's writing, going to be writing these characters. And number two, maybe he'll like get rid of that effing celestial and like, we can get the Avengers back to normal again. Right. Because and I'm he, so and sick he of the might, Because like, he's dealing a lot with the celestials. That's the whole reason that they're like, the Eternals are right. there was to deal with the celestials. Well, and I know they're like, th I think the Eternals have a huge problem with them being in Avengers Mount or Mount. Yeah. Well, it's like, it's like, it's, it's like they're God. Yeah. But they don't know that like they got permission from that celestial to do that. <laughs> right. But, uh, which sucks. Yeah. Cause it's like, you didn't even talk to that's us. That's fun. That's great. I think Gillen's doing it. They were dead at the man. time. They that's killed themselves. That's what he's doing. Mm, so that's right he out. is doing that so anyway uh um, human target number six is you know it's perfection in a comic book you should read it uh but we're taking a big break i'm assuming a year ouch. for the next six issues so ouch. plenty of time to pick up a, a human target and read the first issue there you six go issues. yeah yeah uh ben Riley spider-man's coming out uh, i'm not re normally reading this i'm not a huge fan of the cover but like it's dematteis doing spider-man so you gotta read it okay if you like that uh speaking of classic stuff you could also read venom lethal protector written by uh david michelinie we're getting some classic Venom. That's crazy. I'm just going to read it and see what how it goes. But I'm not, okay. I'm not, I'm, I don't have a lot of high expectations. Uh, Devil's Reign X-Men number three is coming out. Yeah, uh, you've been Phil reading Nodo. that. I've not been reading that. It's just good. It's just good stuff. Uh, I'm going to pick up Task Force Z number six because. Because it's Task Force Z. Because I don't know what's, why. Yeah. I don't, I don't know why anymore. Mm -hmm. uh, I believe that's Matt Rosenberg. Yeah. On that one. Uh, Shang-Chi number 10 is coming out. That's Jean Luen Young mm -hmm. with art now by Marcus Toe, I believe. Great. I really like this series, even with the artist shift. Mm -hmm. um, still really enjoying a very different feel. Um, yeah. So I'm going to definitely be checking that out. I might pick up Wolverine Patch. From Larry Hama. From Larry Hama. <laughs> we'll see. We'll see how the rest of the, like my my comic. You're, yeah, sometimes there's a lot of books. Looks like, um, but like I might Demon Days Blood Feud Number One by Peach Momoko. I just yeah, any anything and everything. Yeah, that Peach Momoko does, I'm all about it. If you uh, are confused by Savage Spider-Man Number Two comes out this week. If you're confused by him, well, because it is nonstop Spider-Man. The book nonstop Spider-Man became Savage Spider-Man. And if you look closer on the cover, oh. Savage is superimposed over nonstop. Right, right, So, like, right, right. if you liked that nonstop Spider-Man from Joe Kelly and Chris Bocciolo, the book is continuing, I believe, only by Joe Kelly and a different artist. But, like, it's Savage Spider-Man now. Okay. Okay. I'm not saying this is something, because I haven't been reading any of the Trial of the Amazon, but the Trials of the Amazon Wonder Girl is coming out, and Joel Jones is on it. What? I don't know if she's drawing it or not, but Jordi Berlier is also on there. Okay. Belair, so I don't know, mm -hmm. but like, so we'll see. Yeah. Maybe. I'm going to read the Black Label book, Rogues, number one from Joshua Williamson. I'm just excited to see like what Joshua Williamson has in store for us in terms of utilizing the, the Black Label uh, line. Uh, I saw a preview image and I'm like, oh, this looks pretty cool. I, I don't even see that. It's too, it's too long. It's up. Oh. Uh, but oh. <laughs> the cover's great. And I understand it came from like a place of or like an original pitch for like an in-universe thing. Mm -hmm. uh, and it became this other thing. Um, we have Demons, number one from Scott Snyder and Greg Capullo comes out in physical from Dark Horse oh. Comics. Uh, I've read the first three issues, of course, because of the, the, the Substack thing. This is one of those Substack books. So this is going to be, I think, 
for a lot of people, your litmus test, right? There's a lot of books that are coming out through Substack. Wait, I thought We Have Demons was the comicsology. That was our, it was the comicsology. Scott, this is Scott Tober. This is Scott Tober. This is a comicsology exclusive book. That's that now, now be being published by Dark Horse. Dark Horse. I'm, I'm sorry. Like, hang on. Yeah, because Chip Zdarsky has a book coming out. Yeah, which we read. Which came out. But that was also Comicsology. And that was Comicsology exclusive as well. well uh, the Night something? Yeah. I read like the first issue of it. Exactly. It was fun. It is Very fun. fun. Uh, but yeah, uh, We Have Demons. I read the first three issues. It's. If you would like to read a book that feels like his, like Last Night on Earth meets Spawn. You'll probably enjoy it. Okay. All right. Uh, and I think that's it. I'm sure there's other things we either don't see or. Right. Um, and I know this week uh, Shadow Man came out and I, I didn't get a chance to read it. It was just not. It was just one of those things. But uh, but I do like that book and you should check it out. Yes. Uh, and uh, yeah. So jumping into the Super Chats before we go. Uh, rebel Friend says, should I try my Rebel Friend? Uh, <laughs> soon enough. We'll deal with him soon enough. Uh, should I try to catch up on X-Men? I'm way behind. And I'm debating on Bringe catching up what I've missed. I think it depends on what you're talking about in terms of X-Men. Like, are you talking about just the main X title? Because you should catch up with that pretty easily. If you're talking about, like, what's going on on Krakoa, mm-hmm. um, that's entirely up to you. Some series have just, like, gone away for right now, but they're going to, like, Either they've ended and are being transformed to something else coming out in March and April and May as we're as we're, we're kind of leaving the Hickman era and starting into this new era of X. Um, I I would probably need a little more info about that mm-hmm. to, to give a true like if what you should and what you shouldn't do with that. Um, you could you could check out some of the events that have been going on. Um, but like really like you you know if you if you've read since the gala ah yes right then you know maybe like pick up some of your favorite series just to finish the matches because you enjoyed them right like i liked hellions so like you know that ended and it was a great run and i really enjoyed it does it really have too too much impact on krakoa right now not nobody said but hey it was still a great read right but like inferno Right. You're going to want to read it. You should probably read it. Yeah. <laughs> you should definitely read that to get an understanding of the transitionary period. Yeah. Um, but then I would just pick your favorite series and maybe just keep up with the main X title. Mm-hmm. Uh, Scuba J. Uh, hi, guys. I hope you're both well. Thank you very much. You are too. Uh, I hope uh, I just finished and submitted my thesis today. So I suddenly have a lot of less <gasps> pressure on that. Me. Is like such an amazing feeling. But then sometimes that feeling you have like, like, in, like right after you have that release, you're like, you don't know what else to am feel. I, am I am I missing something? What right. did I not do? And it's like it's okay. Yeah. The absence of that feeling feels weird at first, but like enjoy it. Yeah. Uh, Will I am golden stuff, guys? I wanted to recommend Godzilla versus Power Rangers. I didn't realize that was a thing, so I'm excited to uh, know that exists. Thank you. What was it? Godzilla versus Power Rangers. Power Rangers. I, I was like, did you just say that, or did I, my brain make that like will that into being? Yeah. That's amazing. Uh, Brady White, I was super sick the other day and you Aww. and my dogs helped me get better. I hope you all are doing great. I read Batman Damned, then watched the episode yesterday. My mind exploded. Nice. <laughs> nice. I'm glad you're feeling better. Uh, I don't think I'm ever well going to do man. a better episode than that episode. No. I don't, I don't, you know, what's funny is like, I feel a lot of passion for a lot of different stories, but mm-hmm. I've never felt passion about a book. Like I felt about that book because it hit on a lot of like notes for me. And like, it touched a lot of nerves. Let's yeah. be honest in terms of like art. Yeah. in general and censorship mm-hmm. which is a weird thing because i don't really talk a lot about that but like that 
hit struck some chords. Yeah, struck I agree. some chords for me. <laughs> and uh, let us know in the uh, in the comments or at the very least in this chat what you'd rather see Tiffany host an episode for the Hellfire Gala or the death of Doctor Strange. I think <laughs> I know the answer to this question, but we have all these books. And if it is the Hellfire Gala, I think we'd have to lump the Trial of Magneto with the Hellfire Gala since not a lot of things happen in the Hellfire Gala. It's two no, things. it's like it really is just two things. Right? It really like it's it's funny. It's like there are things that happen, but like really it's like trying to take a bunch of stories and put them into one place and like tie up some loose ends and set up some new arcs and yeah. we go from there. Yeah. I'd like to see both episodes, but we'll uh We'll have to determine which one's coming. Okay. And of course, the one you're working on right now is the most important, and that's neither of those books. No, but it's like, it's... Eh. I, I will see how this goes. I'm excited. I'm excited. We'll but uh, we want to thank you so much for hanging out with us. Listen, if you want to hang out with us some more, come to the Joe Kubert School of Art on Saturday, March 26th at 2 p.m. Uh, go to Joey's Comic City below and uh, buy some comics, hang out with us, go back downstairs, buy some more comics. Let, let's be honest. Even if you just come there for the comics and the cake and water, there's cake and water. It. We get it. Yeah, but we hope to see you there. Hope to see you. Uh, and uh, let us know if you would like to uh, see us there. Uh, ah, that's not going to work for me. That is not going to work Well, uh, if, you if you click on the community tab on youtube.com slash comic there's an event. You can let us know if you're actually going to go. Mm -hmm. uh, it's not important. I don't need to know. The admission's free. It's just to make sure we have, like, a head know. count. Yeah, like a small one. You can still show up if you don't say it. Yeah, but like, if you don't say it, like, that's okay. You still come. But like, just, don't, just come. It's yeah. not one of those things. It's just, you know. You do, do I get like one small cake? Or do I get like a big cake? Or do I, I get know. like a bigger cake? Exactly. No, Danielle, you can't have any cake. No, there's no cake for, for the people working, which no, is us. That's right. <laughs> you get lunch afterwards. Yeah. But uh, thank you all so much for hanging out with us. And we'll see you guys next time with an <laughs> new episode of Off the Rack. Don't forget to like and subscribe and videos at uh, twitch.tv slash to watch Tiffany play video games usually uh, during the week. And uh, that's it. Yeah. Thanks a lot, everybody. So long. Bye, guys.